It's the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. Today, Paula and I are talking about the coronavirus hysteria. This and a new version of The Bachelor is coming, and I am obsessed with it. Plus, our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. They laughed at us. They laughed at us. But look at us now. Paula. I can say whatever the fuck I want. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 444555. Remember that? No, remember that? That's the number for the classified. So ask the union for your 444555. It was the Sacramento Union. It's a defunct newspaper. You know what I showed Ryan the other night? I said, this is Cal Worthington and his dog Spot. If you're something, something, then go see Cal. Go see Cal. Okay, but then at the end, I'm all... I said, but it, everyone always said, pussy cow, pussy cow, pussy cow. And Victor's oh. like, no one said that. I'm like, they did too. And so I, I think they, they did. They have a video <laughs> on YouTube. And okay. I, I forgot he used to do all these weird stunts like on airplanes. And like, like this is Cal Worthington in my dog spot. And he do like handstands on top of a car that was driving down yes. the street or something. And he was old. <laughs> Cal Worthington was a beloved staple of Sacramento County. Well, like he very owned beloved. a lot of car dealerships, but a lot of them were in Sac- like in Sacramento. He sold a lot of cars here, and he loved the community. He was beloved. I think he died at like 97 or something, and it was like forever ago, of course, because he was old back then. I... I love things like that where they were here in like the 1940s and they built it from the ground up and, you know, they did the crazy, you know, ads that everyone hated but loved. They're like, oh, what's Cal Worthington's dog this week? Is it a donkey? You know, it's always something. (laughs) Yeah, he'd be walking a pig in the parking lot with a rope. So anyway, so Victor, I said, well, everyone used to say pussy cow, pussy cow, pussy cow. He's like, Paula, no one ever said that. I'm like, they did too. So So you saw the video. I scrolled down to the comments and what did the first comment? say pussy everyone's cow. just like i always thought it said pussy cow pussy cow pussy cow and they're like i remember saying pussy cow pussy cow pussy cow everyone said it i'm like oh everyone said it <laughs> chuck one up to me and i'm course, ahead of you now ryan's hysterical because i said pussy and of course because that can only mean one thing I, I i was surprised he even knew what it meant well that's because you think your children are 10 years younger than they actually well, are i mean he doesn't know what the word cock is because i said mm-hmm. why did it was i saying cock i wasn't i said paula you cannot speak like that in front of your children well his friend was over so i said ct well i wouldn't even know what that is i was saying it's a word you can never call a girl and i said it starts with a, a c yes and then oh. him and his friend were kind of puzzled and I'm, they're like come i'm like no that's not it i'm like never mind pretend i didn't say that you can't talk like that a parent's gonna call you say did you say cunt in front of my son no i said c yes that that's not going to fly very and i imply and then your son said come so who's the aggressor (laughs) here really it shouldn't even be discussed. That's what I'm saying. Don't be that cool mom that gives them margaritas after school. You can, nobody likes that mom. Oh, trust me. Trust me. Ask Ryan if I'm cool. Ask him. Uh, okay. Said the woman who showed her 10-year-old boudoir photos. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Anyway, speaking of the C word, do you recall about a month ago when I said the coronavirus is coming and we all need to prepare 
it, it, it's here. It has arrived. The coronavirus is here. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. I know. We even got a letter from the school telling us, yeah. like, you know, what the lowdown is, is if it penetrates the schools. It has penetrated my daughter's school. Mm. So now they received all these emergency memos from the school districts of Los Rios saying, Some of the students that attend our school were exposed to the person who's in Davis with the coronavirus. And so they are in a voluntary quarantine for two weeks. You know, I was telling Daryl, like, it's so crazy when now the person in Davis who was diagnosed with the coronavirus, who had showed symptoms as early as the 19th of Feb, is literally intubated. The person cannot speak or communicate, but you have to go down who have you talked to? Where did you go? What did you buy? What did you, where do you work? You know, mm-hmm. did you take your kids to school? Like what target did you go? You have to go through the gamut. I mean, and I remember telling, I was telling Daryl, I'm like, can you imagine if you get diagnosed with this and you have to go down the list of everything you did for two weeks, if you can remember with receipts and then think about all the people you could have potentially exposed. Thousands and thousands of people. And then it just ripples out. Oh, mine would be easy. Well, except for, <laughs> God damn it, we went to Reno. But other than that, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. I was home. I didn't go anywhere. Well, <laughs> except for your children. But, you know, here's the silver, quote unquote, silver lining of the coronavirus is because children who go to school are so disgusting that they actually have no problem fighting off the coronavirus. They are not the ones dying from it. Anyway, so I, you know, obviously the government is trying to downplay. There is not a significant amount, but they're, they upped today. They said, okay, here's the thing. Yes, it's coming. This is what you need to be prepared for. Make sure you have enough medications to last you at least a month, because if we are shutting down, there won't be any Amazon. You won't get to go to Target. So make sure you have food, Advil, whatever, you know, uh, buy some Clorox wipes, do, you know, get the Purell, you know, wash your hands, sing happy birthday. And that's how you know how that's the correct time to wash your hands. Rinse. You know, the doomsday preppers are like, all right, people, this is what we've been training for. Oh my God. (laughs) There is a lot of rock hard survivalists right now (laughs) getting into their bunker. Everyone, They are thrilled. (laughs) Like This is it, you guys. This is what we've been planning. They laughed at us. They laughed at us. But look at us now. Now, you know, get out the guns. Yeah, get up the hill. <laughs> We're ready. We're yes, uh, tonight. <laughs> God, you know it. They're like the sex I'm gonna have tonight with you. Oh God. <laughs> Oh my God. So I was like, all right, now I'm not panicking. I just want to be prepared. You know, I'm just like, look, I don't want to be sitting around, you know, holding Daryl's dick with no Advil. So I'm ordering, you know, I'm going to make, well, I just don't want to be stuck with, you know, running out of Advil and then not being able to go to the store. Yeah. I think there's a saying when I worked at Dish Network, a lot of people said this because one of the main... Okay, one of the main directors, he was like a hardcore Italian from like New York. And so Uh he had this thick accent and he was always saying like pretty like mean, gnarly things. He's just like, sure. I don't want to be standing here with this report with low numbers with my dick in my hands. You know, yeah, exactly. Like That's that. what I was referring to. But I don't have a dick. So I said Daryl's dick. But okay, anyway, okay. I was so, just like, I'm all, you have to use Advil every time you have Daryl's dick in your hands. <laughs> it's very painful. Wow. <laughs> you are no. lucky. So I, well, yes. Okay. Okay, okay. Anyway. Um, so 
I know that they are saying we don't need the masks. They're like, the masks are not going to help you. So I hear what you're saying. And so out of curiosity and out of human curiosity, I went to Amazon and all these other websites. You can't find a mask. Really? That they are gone, sold out. Now, we had some really bad fires the last two years. And so the I think it was the end of 2018 or early 2019, we had a really bad fire and the it was orange. Our the valley was orange. Oh, I remember and that. And the particles, the particles were so bad, like because there were so much chemicals burning. Um, that they said, hey, if you're compromised, you should have the N95 mask because any other kind, the my, the molecules of this of these terrible carcinogens are going to get into your lungs. So at the time, I bought a 10 pack and I sent them to mom because our mom is kind of compromised. Mm-hmm. So I told her, I said, man, aren't you glad you have those N95s? Because I found one on eBay for 50 bucks. One wow. on fi- oh, for $50. And so... I realize we don't need them necessarily, but we do have the filters. We do have the the masks that we can wear if we need them. I don't think we're going to need them, but I was like, all right, well, you know, we've got those already, but I think a lot of Californians have those masks already because of the fires. Maybe. So I think we're good there. Do you think the mask you bought for Olivia when she broke her tooth would be sufficient? No, those oh, are okay. those, those are aren't just N95s. like cotton, cotton masks. Okay. Those are like little play surgeon masks. Okay. I mean, they're not going to do anything. I can't point. walk around with a emoji mask <laughs> on my face. <laughs> well, you can, but it's not going to save you from the coronavirus. Oh, and here's the other thing I read today. I I can't even with you people. 38% of this country thinks that you can get coronavirus from drinking Corona beer. Are you fucking kidding me? I am not. They did a poll. Now, is it... Is it at all the same percentage of the people that voted for the current administration? Perhaps. But it is true. <laughs> I mean, come on, you guys. Corona is panicking. They're like, why is no one? We do not have coronavirus. But they're like, why did you name it Corona? Why couldn't you have named it Modelo virus? But yeah, yeah that, that so interesting. So people will not. Uh, well, I, coronavirus is actually a common virus. It's very common. It's the common. It's like a cold or flu virus, and they call it. It's a. It's a category of corona. And actually, the official word is COVID nineteen. That's the virus that we're all worried about is COVID nineteen. So it's not. It's just a coronavirus. It's not the coronavirus, really. Mm-hmm. So that I read that, and I was like, "You people are morons. You're stupid. I hate you. I hate people." And then the other thing I read was, and this is xenophobic, by the way. Not good people. They're avoiding Chinese food restaurants because they think that Chinese people have it. Yeah, because that'll work. So the person who was born in China uh, or the people that were born in the United States decided to honor their heritage and opened a Chinese restaurant. Um, And they've been here for 50 years. Apparently, because they're Chinese, they might have the coronavirus, which is just bullshit. Horrifying to hear that. But it's a real thing. So don't avoid your Chinese food restaurants and by all means, drink your Corona with a lime if you like. You know, so, it's not my favorite. But. I just read this morning that the there was so, supposedly someone in San Joaquin Valley. That Solano County. They transferred him to Folsom. Yes. Why are they bringing everybody a, here? Well, I think they're transferring to where there's room. And if they have the hermetically sealed uh, rooms, it's, you know, it is what it is. 
and I, I think this is the person was, is this not the, one of the people that was exposed to the person in Davis who's at UC Davis right now? I'm not sure. And they got sick. I think they're healthcare workers is what I'm from what I recall. Well, the anyway, one, they said they don't know how they got it because they yeah, said that they weren't in mm-hmm. contact with anybody that had it. Which is why everybody's alarmed because this is the first, very first case right here in good old Sacramento uh, where they can't, they, they were never exposed to anything, which means there are people walking around that have it and they got it. And it, it's a two week, pro- because like I told you, two week incubation period, we have no idea when it was going to show up, but sure as shit, it did. Right. So I just think... There's no reason to panic, but they are saying prepare for the fact that you might not be able to go to work or they might close the schools just to ensure that they're not spreading anything if kids start to get it. But what I did read is that if you are compromised in your lungs, if you're a smoker, if you're over the age of 50, if you're exposed to it, you you will probably be affected by it. There's a lot of cases that they don't even realize they probably have it because they just think it's a cold or a flu. Mm-hmm. And they recover. The key with this virus is it's it's mo- it's all respiratory, pretty much. Yes. So yes. they're saying it like is. if you cough, if you have shortness of breath, you yes. know, if you feel Go. like um, fever, fever, definitely fever. But it's it's like it would almost feel like a pneumonia. I think is what they were saying. Basically, it is. And it's what's scary about it. Really, is if if you are, especially if you have a compromised lung system, is if it, it, it embeds so deeply into the lungs and it's viral, which means they can't do anything exactly. about it. Exactly. There's no antibiotic for it. That's really scary. So you basically just got to try to ride it out and hope you survive. Mm-hmm. And that to me is pretty crazy. I, I am not at all worried that I'm catching it. <laughs> so I, but I also know that I'm not going to act like, well, just another day in the hood. I'm going to make sure that I have you know, if they were to say, hey, we're not going to let anybody deliver, we're not going to let anybody go to Target or the grocery store or whatever, no deliveries. The only thing that scares me about that really is how many business owners I know that would lose everything Yeah, if they closed the town down. Like that really makes me sad. I don't think that will happen. I, I really don't. That's I- worst case scenario, of course. So anyway, everyone, just get your Purell, get your Lysol. They say alcohol kills it. So, you know, get some rubbing alcohol if you need it, whatever. Just be prepared. It's just being prepared. It's not about impending doom. It's just be prepared. When when um, are you going to start wearing a mask? I don't think I'm not. I'm not going to wear a mask. they, They say the people in China were wearing masks because they were contagious. Oh, they were trying to keep themselves from giving it to others. They were being very polite. <laughs> if hundreds of people start getting it, I'm wearing it. Me too. I mean, it, they, they say, I was listening to a thing and they said, it, this is akin to the Spanish flu. If they don't get this under control, basically everyone will know somebody who gets it. And of those people, maybe one in six will know someone who dies from it. And that would be severe. That would be like worst case. Um, all right, moving on. Um, now, you know that I have this new obsession with The Bachelor. Okay, so explain to me, is this a, a like a new entire season or is this the same season? There's a new se- there's there's a new season every year. So there's a new season of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette every year. And so right now I'm watching The Bachelor. And so and then in the summer they do Bachelor in Paradise where they bring people from all the losers from all the different seasons onto a beach and they try to find true love through a summer fling. Okay, I have but, a question. Just one question. Mm, yeah. 
Who was Hannah? Oh, Hannah was the Bachelorette last season. Hannah B. She was on Dancing with the Stars and yeah. she won, I believe. The current Bachelor is Pilot Pete. And he and Hannah in her season had sex in a windmill at some miniature golf course. What? Many times. Uh, wait. Yes, many times. It, wait, where? Wait, it, Pilot Pete? <laughs> well, his name's, his name's Peter, but he's a pilot. He's an air pilot. <laughs> so him and his Peter had sex in the windmill? Yes, so it was a huge thing because God, although... Is she just like a big whore or what? <laughs> well, I mean, Paula, if you were the Bachelorette and you had access to 20 incredibly attractive men, I mean, come on. I mean, you wouldn't take advantage? No. If my goal was to find just one, I mean, maybe I'd give him like a fuck farewell. I'd be like... okay. You know, you can't talk until you watch. You, you have to watch The Bachelor before you can have these opinions, because then you'll get it. Then you will understand. But anyway, my point is this. I'm watching The Bachelor. It's almost over. There's like two more episodes, but they have been shooting. They've been um, pushing these promos. They're like, hey, do you want to be on The Bachelorette? You know, they, they go go to our website and, you know, fill out the application. Oh, so they do that. I know what you're about to tell me. <laughs> so now they're like. Are you a senior? Are you looking for love? Would you like to be on The Bachelor or Bachelorette Senior Edition? Go to this website and fill this out. Okay, so I looked it up. They're looking to do a senior citizen, bachelor, or bachelorette. Did they define senior? Yes, I'm going to tell you. Okay. I'm living for it. I want to see it because people who are older give so zero fucks about life that I cannot wait. I think it's going to be amazing. I don't think there'll be any crying on this episode or this series. Oh, there's going to be some rioting, though. There's going to be so many. There's going to be fisticuffs. I don't think so. I'll be like, I think she'll be like, bitch, have them. I don't give a fuck. Bachelor senior citizens are 65 and older. Okay. And on the application I went through and looked, it's a very simple application. Uh, <laughs> you have to indicate how many times you've been married. What does that matter? <laughs> if you've ever declared bankruptcy. <laughs> Oh have God. you been have you have you been charged with any crimes? How many children do you have? I feel like these are extremely personal questions. Have you ever filed or had a restraining order filed against you? Okay. And then you have to list what you consider physically attractive and what kind of personalities do you like? And then do you have a bucket list? So I was like, all right. Well, those seem reasonable enough. Now, if you're going on, the, the whole premise is you go on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette to find a spouse. That's the whole point. And at the end, you end up with three finalists and you choose from the three who you want to quote unquote propose to. So that's the whole premise of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. So now they're going to do this with 65 plus year olds. Uh. I think this is just amazing because think about all the little beer bellied Tommy Bahamas drinking far too many beers, all the facelifts, all the desires to try to be young, the clothing, the outings. I mean, the the pain of walking all day or having to do these little activities. I mean, Paula, there's just so much. There's so much. And there's going to be like the retired models that will show up. Well, Jamie, think about all the making out and, you know, like the canoodling. Oh, God, I mean, there's just so much I want to see. I want to. I mean, that's a whole category in in an adult shop that you just bypass altogether because you're like, no, (laughs) thank you. 
Imagine when they get to the point where they have to introduce their families to their oh, potential God. suitor. I thought you were going to say something else when you said, imagine, imagine the part where they have to enter. I'm like, please don't say intercourse. <laughs> no, but there will be a lot of it because they'll be like, what? We only live once. What's that sound? Oh, it's just leaves rustling. No, it's Harry and Betsy. <laughs> oh, God, that's Russell. Again, Russell with the thing. He's such a pig, you know? There's going to be a lot of... They have a big bowl of blue pills. <laughs> there's going to be... Oh, my God, yes. And then there's going to be, you know, the... Look, snacks! The gathering of the hens going, well, did you see? Lydia, once again, got the date. Mm. And they're all drinking their, their Chardonnay. Yeah, their white wine spitzers. <laughs> like, hey, do you have any more of those muscle relaxers? I'm yeah, out. Really. <laughs> yeah, in the morning, they're all, they, they all have their pill packs. And they're like, snap, snap. Putting their pills together for the day. In the morning, everyone's taking their seven-day-a-week pills. Freaking 5 a.m., the sun is rising. It's like, I gotta take my omegas. Yeah, instead of, like, <laughs> sunset dinners, they're gonna have sunrise breakfasts. Because <laughs> everyone's in bed by 7.30. Because everyone's up by 4 a.m. <laughs> Our roast ceremonies are at the sunrise. Everybody will wake up in the morning, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, ready to go. He proposed at 6 a.m. <laughs> oh, God. It was beautiful. It was glorious. And I, I'm, I'm really ready for love again. We're going to move to Scottsdale and golf all the time. Oh, my God. Or play God. tennis. Paula, oh I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Well, I'm, I'm glad shit you out are. of it. I think you're going to want to watch it, too. Okay. Here's why. This is what's so weird. I hate this shit. It's super scripted. They put them in, clearly put them in uncomfortable situations. They're dumb. It's so dumb. But... It is fun to watch. I, it is such a fun thing to watch. Jamie, I have you can't no help it. Desire to watch twenty-something women do anything. When I you go, think that when I go to a bar <laughs> and I see them, I just I get ang- but see, I get angry because that is the whole point. That no, is the whole point. That is not a good feeling. I just see them, oh. and it's not because of how they look. It's just I see them, and I'm just like, God, I hate you. I just I hate Paula. you because I know you're going to get upset someone's gonna cry and you're gonna order oh, a drink so that's crying. just gonna piss me off and it's gonna be green or blue or pink and i'm just like <sighs> it's gonna have some kind of cute name and then you're gonna dance with some boy and you're gonna look stupid because you won't even move your body you're gonna be pulling up your tube top all the time because you have no tits so the thing with The Bachelor, though, is that they're all age inappropriate. They're all way too young to be thinking about marriage. And that's kind of the beauty of it is watching it and being so angry and going, why is this girl doing this to herself? What is her problem? Or when they drink too much or when they fight and talk shit about each other. I'm like, I remember being this age. I remember all of this. It's like I did all of these things. And that's why I love it. That is why I love it. And, you know, I was with you. I'm like, I am not going to spend one moment watching this garbage. I came upon it for some reason and I sat there and started talking crap about it. And next thing I know, I'm DVRing it. I'm watching every episode. Daryl watches it with me. He is like sucked in and I'm just, I, it's brilliant programming. It just, it, because it's so garbage. It's just, it's like junk food. It's pure junk food. When I'm at a bar and I see two 20 somethings like, fighting like yelling at each other Mm -hmm. and it goes on for like longer than a minute or two i 
I put my hands to my mouth and I'm like, somebody punch someone! Because <laughs> I can't stand like yeah. the, the head tweak or whatever they do with the finger in the air. I'm oh, just, doing the, what, oh, yeah, when they're, they're posturing. It, it makes me want to walk over there and like smack their heads together and be like, yes. somebody do something or stop talking because well, I don't want to watch you do this for any longer. I will punch. I will punch someone, and we'll get the I'm party sure started. If there was, I'm not sure if there was ever any physical altercations on the Bachelor Bachelor. I'm sure there have been, but I wasn't. I'm not aware of it because this is the first season I've actually watched. Maybe I should go on there, and then if someone starts getting in my face, I'll just knock their shit out, and then yeah, I don't know. Maybe oh, you should. know what? I, you know what? I think didn't two guys get in a fight one time, and then they got kicked off the island. That was on Paradise. Yeah, that was Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, they maybe don't. Was, they frown upon violence. Maybe it would be different for girls because, like, that would probably be like good ratings if they saw like two girls get in a fist fight. It's always verbal, and one, and they're always holding a cocktail. And the one I saw, they're like, you know, and I'm not gonna let you do this to me, bitch. And she's like, who you calling bitch, bitch? And it's like, okay, some, and then someone stomps off. I'm not gonna let you ruin this for me. It's like, it just makes me laugh. At one point, you can tell when everyone has synced hormonally because <laughs> there's a lot of tears and then there's a lot of kumbaya. It's really fun. See, I'd probably be like, come here, you, you skinny fucking cunt. I'm going to pop your implants. <laughs> well, They'd be anyway. like, cut. Uh, Miss Todd, you can't say things like that. You can't but say this something. is reality TV. <laughs> I can say whatever the fuck I want. Well, no, you end up, you need to be on Love is Blind, which is on Netflix. I'm not blind. That one, no, that's not how that works. I told you about Love is Blind. I thought that was the blind one. No, it's when they can't see each other. They, they can only talk and communicate. Oh, and when they've decided oh. that they have a connection, then they see each other face to face. And then they go on vacation. No one would have. And a- then they... Then they meet the families, and then I I don't know. Apparently, the the, the season finale came and went, and I, like this week, I have to catch up because I've only seen two episodes, and I think there's five or six, so I need to get through it. But I, that one's great because there's profanity, there's alcohol, there's sex. It's like the whole thing, and so you know, I'm pretty confident one, no one would have a connection with me. <laughs> My favorite part that I've seen so far is when two people meet and he turns around and goes, she did not look like what I thought she would. (laughs) And he like walked off. And I'm like, oh my God, that is horrible. That's brutal. Can you imagine? It's like, we'll always be friends. I've always wanted to have like an application that men have to fill out before like you go on a date with them. Like, I don't know. Like, Isn't that what online dating is? Well, I mean, isn't that what you have to do to get on like plenty of fish or whatever those ones are? No, not, uh, not Tinder. The other one. No, uh, I mean, the they ask match? you like, well, all of them ask you like, you know, height, weight, you know, Jade ethnicity, eight. you know, body type yeah. and all that stuff. But I mean, I want to be like, you know, how many, how many girlfriends have you had that lasted, you know, over three years or, you know. Uh, well, I think that's just what you do on your first. Date, are your parents right? divorced? How many kids do you have? Um, you know, what, I don't think what's, we need your, a form what's your for highest that? education level? Um, you don't need a form for that. What you need on a is scale to of one to ten, ten being large, one being tiny. How would you rate your penis? Erect. Okay. Like no one's, no one is going to answer those questions. You have to have a conversation with somebody. That's what that is. Yeah, but guys always just. Well, 
I don't if know. you would just if people would just be honest and communicate with other people that are genuinely looking for something, those types of conversations would occur. And you wouldn't have to find out and be ridiculously disappointed later. I mean, this, the penis thing, no. But I mean, everything else. You think it's I inappropriate hate- to ask about penis size before you have sex with someone? No, I wouldn't. I'm like, do you want, do you plan on having sex tonight? And he said, yeah. And I'd be like, okay, so what am I looking forward to? Circumcised, non-circumcised, size, what are we doing? Are you a grower or are you a shower? I don't even know Manscaped. what that term means. Are you manscaped? Well, I don't a really grower. I care about the manscaping thing. Grower and shower would be, are you, are you huge at first sight or do you get huge, but you look tiny until you're aroused? A grower means they may not look impressive, but then once they're erect, it's great. Shower is you see what you get right away. You know, I guess I've only ever seen most of them hard. (laughs) (laughs) So you wouldn't really know. I wouldn't know. Well, there you go. All right. So I will uh, definitely let you know if and when Bachelor Senior begins, because it's going to be amazing. Okay. All right. Finally. Finally. This better be worth it. This better be really worth it. (laughs) You are struggling with bra shopping, Mm -hmm. which I, I have struggled with bra shopping my entire existence. I've never. And yes, I have been fitted more than one time in my life. I know what my bra size is. But it doesn't mean that every bra is the same. It's not. They're not. Okay. So basically what happened was is I actually I don't know what happened. Either they grew or my body changed or I just gained. I don't think it's the weight gain. I I think they just I think that my body just changed because here's the thing about breasts. Some people have like they're all up front some people have like a larger surface area. Some people's breasts start like mine. They start under the armpit and you have to like pull it all up. And, you know, once everything like I have like a lot of breast meat. Mm-hmm. And so mine started to not fit in my bra. And once I got everything in the bra, my nipples were hanging out. Too small. Too small of a cup. So yeah. I went and got the measurer, like the, the cloth measure tape, and I did my measurements. I typed it into a little computer, and the size popped up, and I'm like, well, that's not correct because <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. And so I said, we'll compromise. I'll go one down from that and see what happens. And we'll see what happens. So I've been to a couple stores, and once you go up from a certain size, they all turn into like the 18 hour bra, you know, Yeah, they're all brown. They're all, yeah, they're all brown they're all or white. Colored. They're all mm-hmm. smooth and they cover like your whole chest and mm-hmm. they're all full figured. And I'm just like, is there no Demi cup in sight? I mean, no, I know nothing is lace. And I'm just like, so basically these are bras for like 80 year old women to, you know, lift up their tits and walk around. So, I was horribly disappointed and I don't like full figured bras because I'm boob heavy on the top. And so it kind of squashes them and I don't want to look like that. Right. And I like cleavage. So anyways, I finally went to the store. I found one that wasn't ugly and was my size. And so I tried it on. Lo and behold, it fit and it actually made me look thinner which Ooh, what was it? It was by Candies of all companies. 
Okay, like the shoe? Yeah. Okay. The problem was, though, is that the straps were too long and they were already cinched mm. down as far as they would go. Yeah, that's we have small shoulders. I know. So we have tiny shoulders. But I was shocked at how much thinner I looked because yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like everything's in there and yep. and I I fit. And so I know. once I but it I knew what style I needed. So I went on Amazon, I bought like four bras. They're going to be delivered today and I guess I'm just going to have to accept my size, but <laughs> well, they do change. I mean, our bras, our, our bodies change all the time. Mm-hmm. And like, if you think about it, when you go to, when you start your period or when you're, you know, whatever, it's like they're, hu- they're I have, oh my I God. get my, it's like, I'm pregnant when I'm PMSing. My boobs are humongous. I'm like, what in the world? Like how? So I literally have bras that I wear only when I'm PMSing Mm -hmm. or on my period. And then I have bras on my quote unquote, you know, no bloat, perfect feeling. Everything fits the way it's supposed to days. It's like, it's a variety, man. And it's, it's really hard. I mean, and the thing is, is you can definitely find really pretty bras for very large breasts because you know hello strippers you know they have beautiful lingerie and they have huge breasts but it's very expensive like very expensive well that's what i'm saying i'm like if i wanted to spend like 75 or 80 dollars on a bra i could yeah i could get a decent one but try it try a hundred or 150 yeah that's the thing well and that was my problem is i'm such a cheapskate i wasn't willing to look at anything over 40 dollars and i'm just like forget it i went to victoria's secret and i'm like this is a joke because they're just like get this one and of course they have like the skinniest models with a cups and it's just like oh this goes all the way up to like a 42e and i'm like well (laughs) show a model then that you know can wear i want to see what that looks like (laughs) because this is the plus size section and there is nothing plus on her Right. There's also actually, and I haven't looked into it. I haven't purchased anything, but I've read amazing reviews that plus size model, Ashley, Ashley Graham. I tried to check out some of her stuff. Everything's sold out. Well, she doesn't sell anything at her particular website. Like it's all distributed, I believe. Oh no. I, I, well, I mean, maybe it's changed, but I, I was on her site last year looking at bathing suit tops because for me, I can wear a normal size on the bottom, but my boobs are like, oh, you must be 300 pounds. I'm like, no, I just have really big tits. Right. And a tiny shoulder, by the way, which is the worst because it's like, oh, so you're petite, but you have these big Mexican boobs. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, yes, I do. And it sucks. Well, you know what's funny is, is that every time I look in the mirror and I don't have a top on, I'm just like, they don't look big. Like, I agree. To me, mine don't look big. I, I feel like I look yeah. like a B cup. When I look down, like when I look down or I look in the mirror, I'm like, okay, I know these are not tiny, but they don't look like embarrassingly like porn star big. And then I put a bra on and a shirt on and I see a picture and I'm like, good Lord, how do I even walk upright? Jesus Christ. When we went to the comedy show, did I look like I had big boobs? Yes. Okay. See, I- all right. Yeah. They were significant. Big. I don't know. They were. I, they yeah, were. I know. But you know what? I celebrate your ability to do it. I would never do it. But I'm very self conscious of my breasts. I have been for a very long time because I know what they look like. I know how big they are, and I realize I think they're beautiful. I think my boobs are very beautiful, but well, I also have to kind of decide when I want to 
celebrate them. <laughs> well, I'm at a really good weight right now and my body yeah. has distributed like my my waist has distributed. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, my ass is flat as a pancake. Yeah, well. And so the fact that I'm kind of slim but my boobs are still huge, I'm like, you know what? Let's go with that. Let's yeah. go with that look. So, let's do it. Yeah, so I mean, but I'm with you. I mean, obviously this I realized when you were younger, you did not have a challenge with your boobs because you were a kid. Oh my god, and- I was tiny. You know what? I think Yeah. I think I was a B cup by 6th grade and then I stopped. And then that was it. <laughs> I stopped and then maybe by like my sophomore or junior year, I barely became a C cup and I was mm-hmm. a C cup until I think I had Olivia, to be perfectly honest. I was a D cup in my senior year in high school. Yeah, no, I was a D cup until I had Olivia. And then I don't know where this other size came from. And it's all gone downhill since then. I mean, I don't know why. Because I asked Daryl, I'm like, do I have like old sloppy tits? And he's like, he gets so offended. He's like, oh my God, no. And I'm like, okay. I realize that you're just glad you have access to boobs, but I'm just curious when you do we what are we looking at here? Do I look matronly? You know, what is the thing? He goes, no. And I he goes, there's a difference between, you know, sloppy matronly tits and what he thinks I have. And I'm like, okay, I just I don't want to act like I don't see it. Like, I don't want to be one of those women, right? I don't want to be one of those women who thinks everything's hunky-dory and then somebody's like, you know, would it kill you to put on a supportive bra? Yeah. You know, would it kill you? I've been told that they're a very, very nice shape and um, they have a nice firmness. Yeah. Very cute nipples um, and just a nice droop about it. Like, I've been told they're very beautiful. So I imagine we all have about the same. Now, I would the, agree. The only thing I've noticed lately, depending on what I'm laying down, there are certain soft spots. <laughs> and so I'm just like, I'm not happy about that. Do you soft have soft spots? spots? I don't know what that means. Like little spots that may have atrophied a little bit. I don't have that. But like, if um, I lay down, I'm just like, where's the meat? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no, I don't have that. I, I always I consider this a compliment. Last year when my doctor was performing the palpitation on the breast exam, mm-hmm. which I hate so much. It's like my worst thing is getting my breast exam. Yeah, everybody um, loves to get felt up by their doctor. Well, it's not even that. It's just that I'm afraid he's going to find something. And so I'm so unable to focus and just relax. So everything hurts. I think everything is a thing. And now he knows. He's like, if it feels like grapes, everything's fine. And so uh, he he has to remind me of that every year. So mm-hmm. last year he said, okay, so let's see, you're not, you're not due for a mammogram. Right. And I'm like, I'm over 40. So, and I've had two. So yeah, he goes, I don't know why, but I guess, you know, physically, I think you're in your thirties and my breasts included. And I went, as he was touching your boobs and you're like, no, it was after. And I said, I said, like, I will what do take you mean that. by that. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. Do you, do you think my breasts feel like they're in their thirties? <laughs> he did. And I said, I will take that as a compliment, but as my doctor, I would encourage you to read my file before you say that again, because I don't want to be neglected because you think I look young. <laughs> I appreciate it. But if I need a mammogram, I'm getting a mammogram. Come on. God. That's like so. the time where I don't know why. You know how you make small talk with your OBGYN when they're down oh, there God. doing their the, thing. And I'm just Paula, like, well, I'm yes. like, well, I'm like, well, you know, I don't shave. And so he popped his head up and he's like, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, God. 
Mine, does, mine was the opposite. I, I, he goes, oh, you going to Brazil sometime soon? I was like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Doctor Marshall? I think he was oh. more of like a like a naturalist. Like for sure, <laughs> he discouraged doing anything extreme. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm actually glad he's passed because if he knew about Gwyneth Paltrow and her oh website, my God. he would be in such an uproar. He would be things. outraged. <laughs> like he would be mortified at the things that she encourages, like oh you know, my the God. vaginal steams and, you know, putting yeah. all these little garlic ball, balls up your vagina and or whatever oh my God. else. He'd be like, he would be furious because <laughs> he used to tell me, he's just like, don't use like the gel bath and body. Don't do anything. Soaps. He's like, just yeah. bar soap, you know. Yeah, rinse just, off with water pat dry you know he would just he's like just keep it keep it nice down there but just don't, nice and don't clean use it don't you know go extreme with any kind of you know fragrant overly scented oh, yeah. gel you yes. know loofah soaps and no douches <laughs> yes he you was know? very very particular about health you know he he was very old school that the vagina will clean itself you know well he's not like, wrong like it's a, like it's a clam you know it'll spit out the sand and it will <laughs> take care of itself I miss so. Dr. Marshall. He was such I a good know. doctor. He was so sweet. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, let's go on to our ugly and awkward moments of the week. our first day of selling Girl Scout cookies in front of the grocery store. And so um, we did it at like the very right end of the campaign. Well, of the online campaign now. So oh. now starts like in front of the stores campaign. I see. So anyways, that didn't it didn't happen during that, but it happened. We were it was we were selling right around dinner time. Mm-hmm. And so we were done. Um, I had to stay a little extra because the mom, on-site mom, she had to leave after a half an hour. Our shift was a whole hour. So I had to stay and supervise the, the girls that were there. And then mm-hmm. the other mom that was going to stay on-site, she was like 15 minutes late. And so oh. we wound up staying until like 6.15. And um, by the time we got home... Or by the time we were headed out um, to go home, Victor was almost home. And so we were just talking about what we wanted to do. So we agreed that we'd all meet at Red Robin and we would just Mm. have like burgers. So we're walking into Red Robin and I just hear this screaming, like this little kid screaming. And I'm like, what the hell, you know? And and it wasn't like they were crying or anything. They were just like, "Ah!" you know, just like screaming for no apparent reason. Right. So we're walking into the restaurant. They go to sit us at a booth and they sit us at the booth. And then just to the left of us is a table with the little kid, the high chair, just screaming at the top of his lungs, you know, every five seconds for no apparent reason. And the mom is just, you know, handing him a little menu, a crayon or something like that, but really making no effort to get him to stop. And I'm just like, why, why are parents like that? Like, you know, you're in a restaurant that's filled with people. Why are you right. letting your child scream at the top of his lungs? You know, it just irritated me. And so sure. I was watching him. And so he screamed and then he looked over at me and I just kind of, I didn't really mean to do this, but my <laughs> eyes were kind of like, my eyes were kind of like angry. And I looked yeah. at him and I started shaking my head. No. And, <laughs> and, he, parent. and he kind of just looked at me and his eyes got big. He did not scream for the rest of the time. Oh, that's nice. But the mom looked at me as I was doing it. <laughs> oh, what did she, she do? She just kind of smiled and I, I stopped it and I'm like, I just smiled. I'm like, hmm. 
But Ryan looked at me and then he's just like, he's just like, mom. And I'm like, what? And he's just like, I can't believe you just did that. And I'm like, why? Well, I think it's because I've done that. Well, typically you're not supposed to like discipline somebody else's child. And I'm like, I didn't really like discipline him. I just looked at him and I shook my head. No, like your behavior is not acceptable. I have done that and I have no problem with it. It was just if you're if you're buried into your phone and you're letting your kid act like a maniac. I mean, that's the thing is she wasn't. She was just not stopping him. You know, I think I will tell you what I think has happened is that, well, first of all, I mean, it, awkward. I, I, you haven't, these are all ugly moments. <laughs> oh, no, that, it was definitely ugly. <laughs> yeah. But the thing um, about Ryan is, although he was kind of surprised, I think he was partially impressed because he didn't realize well, like, yeah, how kids can like sense like they what do. I'm doing is not okay. I need to stop. <laughs> God. Anyway. All right. So my awkward moment happened in Reno. It did? Yes. Um, so several awkward moments happened in Reno. I'm like, wait a minute. Was several. that there? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. So, but the first big awkward moment that happened, well, there, I had two, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you both. Cause it was kind of a combo. Say it happened within an hour of each other. The first one was we were all waiting in line to check into our rooms. And I told Daryl, I said, I have got to pee. So I thought the bathrooms were behind us because I saw, you know, in, in casinos where they have the, the, the general bathrooms for the casino floor. And it looks like the movie ones where there's a big round and you walk in one way and you can walk around and go in. And then you, when you oh, walk yeah. out, it's kind of like Arco okay. Arena. Yes, just okay. like that. And I saw I saw that when we walked in. I went, oh, okay. I said, well, I'll be right back. I'm just going to go pee real quick because it's literally 10 feet away. Okay, no problem. So I march on over there because I had to pee, go into the round, and it is not the bathroom. <laughs> it was the employee locker room. Oh. So I walk in. I'm like, I, I literally walk in and I go, this isn't the bathroom. And then some guy sticks his head. I goes, can I help you, miss? And I was like hello, I'm looking for the bathroom. He goes, oh, that's not that. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting it with all of the locker rooms and the smell of cigarettes. This is definitely not the bathroom. So I found it on the way on the other side of the casino, by the way. So I was like, oh, that's embarrassing. And so funny thing, Daryl did the same thing later, but he was drunk. So he has an excuse. I was not. So then we go up to the hotel room and it's nice. We, we both agree. The rooms were beautiful. So I'm in the bathroom and I'm putting out all my makeup. I'm setting up, you know, for to get ready for the evening. And so I'm setting up all my stuff. And then I have this. So I have this bag that I keep everything in. And I put the bag underneath the sink area because there's like a shelf where all the towels and stuff were. Mm-hmm. So I toss it under there and the entire panel, wood panel, that was hiding the pipes and stuff from the sink fell <laughs> down hard. And he's like, Daryl's like, what's going on in there? And I'm like, well, I broke the bathroom. He's like, what? And he comes in, he goes, Jamie. And I was like, Jamie. I don't even know. <laughs> when does he I ever just... call you by your name? Rarely. And so <laughs> I said, I know. I go, it's broken. I broke it. He's like, how did you do that? I'm like, I don't know. I just threw this under there. And then the whole thing fell down. I go, it had to be broken already. There's no way that my little plastic bag broke this. So he had to go under there and literally hammer it back into place. It probably said, was like propped up or something. It was. I said, we have to fix this because I don't want this charge on the hotel bill. Because yes, <laughs> they're like, you broke our sink. 
I'm like, I, we've been here for 20 minutes. You know <laughs> what? So embarrassing. That place has changed so much. I was like, I was. Oh my god. The room was actually really nice. I was glad yes. to be in the room, but yeah, the rest of the place was just oh, Paula. Crazy. It was not impressive. I was very disappointed. That's what I and, told you know, the ki- Victor and the kids when I yeah. got home. I'm like, you guys, it's so different. I'm just like, yeah. it's it's just so different. I'm like, yes, I think it's because when we, I told you this, I'm like, I think when we first started going, it had just changed over from Harris to uh, GSR. Um, and I'm like, I don't think anybody knew back then. And so there wasn't like a ton of people and it was still like really clean and nice. I said, but now that, you know, the cat's out of the bag, like, you know, everybody goes there now. So it has definitely changed. And I remember the first time we went to that casino, it smelled clean. There was no cigarette smoke the carpet was brand new. It just, and it wasn't even that long ago. It wasn't like it's been years since I've been there. It was like two years ago. Yeah, I don't... Or maybe it was just a bad weekend. I don't really know. I don't know. But I was really happy to go outside and get fresh air. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, it was... Anyway, all right. Well, that was my awkward moment. Funny stuff. So, well, I think that's about it. Tune in on Wednesday for a new show. We'll be back. Other than that, have a great weekend, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.